0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Hashtag Disruption Dialogues, a markets and markets podcast series for growth minded strategy, market intelligence and competitive intelligence professionals. Today our host, Pranjal Sharma is in discussion with Nageshwar Cherkupalli, Senior Vice President and Sales Head, Financial Services and Insurance at Infosys. Hello and welcome to another episode of Disruption Dialogues. I'm Pranjal Sharma, I'm an author based in New Delhi, India. And today I'm going to be in discussion with Nageshwar Charakupallani. Thank you, Nagesh, for joining us today.
1: Thanks, Pranjul. Thank you very much for uh, inviting me for this podcast and definitely excited to share some of my thoughts in this podcast and thank you very much.
0: So the idea to discuss today is uh, about the impact of Web 3.0 and metaverse in financial services. Now, that's actually pretty interesting because when people think of metaverse, usually you think about physical aspect of it you talk about holograms virtual lives etc but help us understand you know what are the applications you see for metaverse and web 3.0 in financial services because for me that's the exciting interesting aspect i'm pretty curious about it
1: Absolutely no thanks, Pranjal, for asking. So you know, I thought there are uh, quite a few things that people are talking about. Uh, you know, in terms of metaverse and Web3.0. I'll uh, first start with uh, you know what exactly is this metaverse, right? It's fundamentally the the way we define metaverse is uh, you know the seamless digital experience across the virtual and the real world, right? It's about creating that seamless digital experience. And the reason why we've got words, you know, you you will have different avatars of yourself in a digital world and in a physical world and that's what will help you in terms of uh, engaging with the various stakeholders within uh, you know that you work with right so i think that's how this whole concept of words has evolved and each of the platform would uh, show your different avatar right so that's what uh, we call it as uh, metaverse but fundamentally metaverse has always been there right i mean we used to call it as augmented reality uh, and virtual reality it's been there for many years just that as the web technologies have evolved you've got this new concept of web 3.0 and uh, metaverse definitely uh, is uh, plays a significant portion within this uh, old web
0: 3.0 so you know you've explained to us already what metaverse is but the mm-hmm. question for me is how does metaverse apply to financial services yes so metaverse definitely has a lot of use cases
1: in the uh, financial services realm right just to talk about a few examples or something that we've heard in the recent past right so the early adopters like uh, what jp morgan chase has done i mean this is something that we have seen in the news right they have actually set up a virtual branch in metaverse and uh, they are uh, trying to bring some of their clients and uh, sort of this is more of a demonstration of the capability in metaverse but you know going forward uh, this probably would become a norm for most of the uh, millennials and the uh, new age consumers, right, they would actually want to interact more in metaverse uh, and, and uh, get advice and get their uh, financial transactions to happen in the metaverse, right? So JP Morgan has started their digital launch in the virtual platform, right? Similarly, uh, you know, there are other banks like uh, the Bank of America, Goldman Sachs, uh, most of them have started, you know, experimenting and embarking on this journey. But there are a few use cases, right? I mean, beyond uh, financial advisory beyond having the virtual banks there are a few cases that are definitely relevant and then most of those uh, today are being used for in-house right it is whether collaborating with other employees collaborating with leadership or in the process of hiring and onboarding there are uh, quite a few uh, use cases that are being uh, leveraged and also more importantly for some of the training and upskilling And we have seen uh, many banks uh, using this extensively for training and uh, upskilling their financial advisors.
0: So, you know, what are the advantages for a company to deliver this in metaverse? And conversely, what are the advantages for a consumer to have a service or advice delivered in the metaverse?
1: absolutely the big advantage for the bank is one they are now able to work with some of the uh, new age clients right it is about working with the millennials that are out there who definitely would, would have gotten experience or have been working in uh, using these technologies web 3.0 extensively and and for them uh, you know uh, it is always beneficial to interact in uh, metaverse the second important thing is advisory traditionally is always been something that uh, was done physically, right? It was a financial advisor meeting the client and trying to explain uh, in terms of their, uh, understand their requirements and, and also explain in terms of the products and offerings that the bank has. But today things have changed significantly. There are technologies available where, you know, the, this interaction can actually move to a virtual world and metaverse significantly helps in that interaction. It also helps in terms of analyzing the portfolio uh, in the virtual environment and ability to show the various pros and cons of you know, investing in certain portfolio or uh, trying to move between the portfolios, right? So that's, I think, uh, something that is enabled by these Web3.0 and Metaverse technologies. And, and that's a big advantage, both from a bank perspective and also from an end user perspective.
0: Are you referring to, uh, Nagesh, about data visualization? Are you talking about that while they see what is happening, perhaps they can even transact or experiment or get a feel of it is that immersive experience in financial trading or financial transaction something that is going to get a lot of traction absolutely it's a combination right it's about
1: interacting with the client and also ability to showcase in terms of you know that that immersive experience on how things have changed with uh, different anomalies or different parameters being introduced Right. And, and today, traditional uh, data visualization is actually a 2D uh, modeling. I mean, in most cases, uh, you know, we only know with the relation between X, Y, uh, and, and Z axis. But Metaverse actually gives you that additional capability of, uh, you know, visualizing in a third and a fourth dimension and introducing additional parameters that would actually uh, provide us a more immersive uh, experiences.
0: And I'm assuming, Nagesh, that an immersive experience in financial services also lends itself to better understanding of some of the complex and complicated financial instruments which often consumers uh, find it difficult to grasp. But perhaps this immersive experience is making it easy. Is that how it's playing out? It's absolutely making it easy. It is making it easy for the
1: advisors to help the clients understand, and it is making easy for clients to understand these various uh, products, the uh, financial products, and how to leverage these products depending on their uh, financial uh, situation, right? And there is, more uh, conversation and there is more connection between the advisor and uh, the end user it's no longer a black box right i mean typically most of the end users do not understand what's happening in the markets and how their portfolio is responding and why it is responding the way it is responding So with this new technologies uh, it becomes so much more easy for the advisor to explain and the end user to understand
0: nagesh tell us about what infosys is doing about it are there examples or or products or modeling that you have done using Metaverse. Absolutely.
1: Now, we have been working in this technology, specifically in the AR VR, for uh, many, many years. Uh, I don't know uh, how much you are familiar with the Infosys tennis platform that's extensively used across many of our, uh, you know, many of the ATP tournaments, right, uh, for the last uh, five to six years. Now, we've actually extended that to many of the financial services use cases and also built something called as a Metaverse foundry so this is the metaverse foundry that we have built is basically something that we are using for many of our clients to bootstrap to sort of uh, help them quickly uh, deploy use cases these are readily available accelerators and assets within this Metaverse Foundry that uh, can be leveraged for, you know, there's one client who recently uh, wanted to help in launching a training platform for their financial advisors. And we've been able to do it from start to finish in about uh, six weeks, uh, leveraging uh, Infosys Metaverse Foundry. And and similarly, uh, there are uh, other clients who actually wanted to leverage some of the advisory solutions that are being offered, right? Similar to what GPMC is doing. And, uh, you know, Metaverse Foundry actually helps in building those quickly and launching those in an accelerated fashion.
0: So how where has it worked the best? Do you see global companies do it? Do you think there is application only for high net worth individuals? Do you see it happening in emerging economies? Are there any early signs of where this could have maximum impact? So today, if I see the
1: way things are evolving and uh, how it's being leveraged, I would say that every industry, every segment, every geography, I think there are uh, pilots and POCs that are happening. And we have actually requests from clients across all of the geos, right? More so in the uh, Asia Pacific region, Uh, indeed, uh, we are seeing, uh, you know, many of the uh, banks who have shown extensive interest and and also some of the emerging economies uh, like the uh, Africa or uh, some of the even even in India where we have seen you know many of the banks have come back and said you know if they will be able to do some pilot using our in infosys metaverse property
0: i think here especially for financial services The impact that you get from local languages is also an important dimension. I am hoping and assuming that Web 3.0 is enabling that to be able to communicate to potential consumers about what they should be, how they should be managing the portfolio in a language that they understand. Is that an important factor in the success? It's definitely a very important factor.
1: It's no longer restricted to the advisor uh, knowing the local language. Uh, there are technologies available that provide the seamless uh, translation and the seamless experience, uh, irrespective of the language that the advisor speaks or the language that uh, the end user understands, mm-hmm. and and that definitely uh, plays a significant role in uh, you know some of the folks that earlier did not have access to these investments coming and jumping onto this bandwagon
0: in your view nagesh you had deep experience in this and as things evolve and develop so rapidly i am also seeing a level of customization because for each individual their their financial needs are fairly unique to them it could be a factor of their demographics their context their income levels their risk factors their own goals and objectives and sometimes the broader options available are not satisfactory so, is there a way that you see customization being enabled by uh, the models that you're creating? That's probably going to be the next
1: stage of evolution in terms of customizing some of these uh, products to specific clients. Today, the financial organizations do have the capability, but they are still trying to understand how do we create those products that are quite unique for each of those clients, right, uh, that they work with. And once they understand the client's behavior, once they understand the ability to manage or create these unique offerings for, you know, that are customized to each client, you know, they should be able to do it. I mean, one of the biggest bottleneck that many of these clients have got is the legacy environment. Right Today, they are started with this legacy environment, the mainframes that they have, and uh, the only way they can create these customized offerings is to actually move onto a more modernized microservices based architecture. And I think cloud definitely would play a big role in that, right? So as clients start moving more and more towards cloud environment, I think that's when we start seeing some of these customization and extensive usage of MetaWords and Web3.0 technologies.
0: Finally, Nagesh, uh, I want to know, there have been concepts of robo-advisories and such. So there is going to be a big evolution in that. What is the advice that you give to your clients and perhaps even to friends and family who are on the other side? How should they be prepared to deal with this new evolving uh, landscape? I think the
1: best thing is to actually uh, look for, uh, you know, some of these traditional banks as they start offering these uh, solutions uh, start experimenting some of those things before actually jumping into those. Understanding the nuances of not just the technology, but also understand uh, in terms of how, what is the investment thesis and how uh, these banks are leveraging technology to offer these products right? And then start experimenting, uh, you know, in a small scale, right? I mean, we've done the same thing with robo advisory. When many of the clients have started moving from uh, the traditional advisory based uh, approach to a uh, robo solutions, uh, they actually started experimenting initially before they fully jumped into those solutions. But today there are also limitations in what can be offered through a robo advisory. So I think uh, with these new technologies, some of those limitations uh, will be eliminated. And I guess the best approach would be to start experimenting, looking at you know how things uh, work out and then start jumping full-scale into these solutions uh, as they are offered by the banks.
0: Thank you Nagesh, thanks for sharing those insights with us, I think there is a lot for us to be ready for and to be excited about. Thank you very much, Pranjal. thanks for inviting me. And thanks to everybody who was listening in, I was in conversation with Nagesh Swad Cherukapulli he is the Senior Vice President and Sales Head, Financial Services and Insurance at Infosys. Please stay tuned for more such interesting discussions on Disruption Dialogues in the future. Thank you for listening to Hashtag Disruption If you are a strategy or market intelligence professional, we invite you to join our community on LinkedIn, Hashtag Disruption